the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by the Allworth Law Firm. Lamentations 521 tells us, Turn us back to you, O Lord, and we will be restored. Almost everyone is dealing with recovery of some sort. It could be from addiction, pain, divorce, sin, separation, depression, job loss, or being stuck in the cycle of shame, guilt, and destructive behavior. Recovery through a relationship with Jesus Christ is the foundation of healing and growing anew. Listen as Pastor Allworth shares how the healing power of a personal relationship with Christ has turned his life around, will help you and your loved ones recover and be restored in his name. God wants you to walk out of the darkness and into his marvelous light. Keep listening. Recovery Through Christ with Pastor John Allworth starts now. Good afternoon, Southeast Texas. It's good to be with you again here on a Wednesday afternoon. This is Pastor John Allworth. Coming to you live from the KKHT studios. I like to, I don't like to record my program. I like to come live, and and it makes me feel like I have a connection with the people that are listening out there. And that's my goal is is to connect with you, not so much so that I can connect with you, but this, so that you can connect with our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, because that's where true freedom comes from. The Bible tells us, "You shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free." I believe that with all my heart because I've been set free. I've been called out of the darkness and into his marvelous light. I get the chills every time I hear Marcia say that that wonderful scripture, and it's, it's, it's so true. And, um, you know, God has, has been so good to me that the reason I'm on this radio station is, is that even if I connect with one person and, and lead them to somebody that can set them free, and that's our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, then, then, it, then it's worth it. It's worth my time. Um, I just want to shout from the top of the mountain, you know, be witnesses to the end of the earth of how good Jesus has been to me. Because most of my life, I did not have a relationship, certainly not a real relationship with Jesus. And once I, I surrendered and turned my life over to him, everything changed. So let's let's go into prayer. Father God, I just uh, come to you today with such gratitude on my heart. You are such a wonderful and a good God. And I I, I I'm so grateful to you for taking me out of the bondage that I created and, and setting me free. And uh, I just hope that the words that are spoken here today would be yours and not mine, and, and that they might reach somebody's heart and in their mind, and that it might have some small step in, in having them change their lives around, realizing that they don't have to live the way they're living, or or that maybe a relative or a friend doesn't have to live the way they're living, that that you can lead them out of the jungle and into into uh, out of the wilderness and into freedom. And uh, we pray all these things in the, in the wonderful, marvelous name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. All right. So I read something t- that really made me mad. <laughs> so something from the world that made me mad. And I'm going to read a little bit of it here. It's a Stanford scientist after decades of study concludes we don't have free will. Uh, that is a lie, folks. But uh, we're gonna we're gonna explore this. He says after more than forty years studying humans and other primates, this uh, scientist has reached the conclusion that virtually all human behavior is as far beyond our conscious control as the convulsions of a seizure, the division of cells, or the beating of our hearts. 
This means accepting that a man who shoots into a crowd has no more control over his fate than the victims who happen to be in the wrong place at the wrong time. It means treating drunk drivers who barrel into pedestrians just like drivers who suffer a sudden heart attack and veer out of their lane. The world, he says, is really screwed up and made much, much more unfair by the fact that we reward people and punish people for things they have no control over. Uh, Sapolsky, as his name said, we've got no free will. Stop attributing stuff to us that isn't there. If that were true, brothers and sisters in Christ, no one would ever recover. <laughs> if that were true, no one would ever uh, win the Olympics. No one would ever. I, I've just, uh, I'll pat myself on the back a little bit. I've just lost 40 pounds over the last couple of years. And I did that through the exercise of free will. There's a saying in recovery that without God, I can't. And without me, God won't. And I wholeheartedly agree with that. I do not believe that anyone can be completely set free if they don't develop a relationship with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. But I don't believe that God is going to deliver anyone unless they choose to accept his grace and his power and accept the grace and power that he gives them. Jesus said that he would not leave us as orphans, but that he would send us a helper, the help of the Holy Spirit. And when we accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, when we accept that he is the Son of God, when we accept that he came down and he gave his life for us on the cross, and that he was resurrected the third day later to give us the promise of eternal life, and we surrender to him, which... You know, some of you may say, what do you mean, free will? We surrender. We surrender our lives to him. Make him our Lord and Savior and make that relationship, that vertical relationship, the most important thing in our lives and repent, which means turn around and change. It also has some connotation to uh, feel bad about the things we did, but not get bogged down in shame and guilt. Repent. And we're going one direction, we're living for the world, we're doing whatever we want, we're selfish, and we turn around and we begin to live for other people and and we change our lives and, and the direction of our lives. That is a conscious choice, and it is a choice that is available to anyone out there who's under the bondage of addiction. And that conscious choice, Romans 9, 10, 10, 9, 10, if you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it is with your mouth that you profess your faith and are saved. That is a conscious choice, exercising free will, and when we make that determination, and if we truly believe it and we truly repent, then everything can change. And that is based on our free will. It is not true what this man says is that we have no choice, that somebody shooting into a crowd just has no choice. He's compelled to do it. That is a lie from the pit of hell. And if that were true, everyone out there that's drinking or drugging or putting needles in their arms or doing anything else would just say, oh, well, I can't help it. And that, my friends, is an insult to every single person that I've seen over the years who's developed a relationship with Jesus Christ and has changed their lives and is now walking free. Because they made a conscious choice to give it up to God. And that's the choice that matters. And in fact, in Galatians 5.13, Paul writes, You, my brothers and sisters, were called to be free. But do not use your freedom to indulge the flesh. Rather, serve one another humbly in love. 
So Jesus says, if you love me, you will obey my commands. Well, obeying commands, like if we, when we're growing up and we choose to obey our parents and come home at the right time, or, or we choose to not obey our parents and, and run around all night, that is a choice. And we are not compelled, and some of us, uh, I did, you know, we go through a little rebellious ch- stage, and then we decide, well, wait a minute, that's not really what I should be doing. Of course, the Bible tells us to honor our mother and our father, but that's not really what I should be doing. I should be, these rules were made for my benefit. And that's what Jesus said. Because when we begin to obey the commands that he gave us, he says, if you love me, you will obey my commands. We begin to have a different life. And that is a choice. It is a choice. It is not something that we can't control because I've seen so many people turn their lives around. I mean, my marriage, for example, my wife and I semi-joke, but it's very serious. I mean, it's very truthful in that we've had two marriages. And in the first, it was terrible. I was mired in my addictions. It, it, it wasn't, I mean, we loved each other, but, but you know, I was causing her misery. It wasn't, it wasn't a very good marriage. And then I came to Christ. I got baptized. I'd surrendered my life to Jesus Christ. We put Jesus at the middle of our, our marriage. And the second part of our marriage, the last 10 years, has been beautiful. Intimacy beyond, and I'm talking about physical, I'm talking about intimacy between two people. The intimacy beyond anything we, we, we could have imagined, certainly during that first marriage. Are we perfect? No. Is our marriage perfect? No. But we have a far different marriage now that Jesus Christ is in the middle. And that is a choice that we made. And so, I mean, I took a brother today to the Open Door Mission. He made a choice to to change his life he made a conscious decision that things weren't going well uh he was out of control he was uh not serving his family properly and certainly wasn't serving the lord the way he wanted to and he made a choice to seek help that is a choice he didn't have to do that and sadly 20 million americans each year are out there addicted to various things if not more i think that's a low estimate and aren't making that choice only one in 20 will get help this year that are truly addicts, that are addicted, alcoholics, uh, addicted to opioids, uh, running the risk of having fentanyl reached, mixed with their drug. Do you know that more people have died under the age of 45 from fentanyl? One drug, one drug. I'm not talking about alcoholics who've died, liver failure, um, what's the cirrhosis of the liver we're not talking about uh people that have died from heroin overdoses because that's going on too we're not talking people overdosed on methamphetamine or cocaine and had heart attacks we're talking about one drug fentanyl has killed more people under the age of 45 than COVID has since the beginning of the pandemic we've had a pandemic with this addiction problem since the beginning of time basically for millennium not just a few years and i'm not trying to uh, minimize covid I, i've lost people close to me i know we all have and it's terrible and um you know it's real and i'm I'm so sorry but we've lost more people under the age of 45 from fentanyl over a hundred thousand people a year and and if you and and people don't have to live like that and the truth of the matter is is i don't know how you feel about covid vaccines but there's a vaccine for addiction and his name is jesus christ and I know that people have gotten sober in AA that didn't really believe in God and didn't, you know, just uh, say the higher power. And somebody once told me a higher power could be a tree, and I think that's a bunch of bunk, and I don't think they've been truly set free. They haven't been delivered. Jesus' signature ministry is deliverance. 
but you know, I talk about the twelve steps, and some people that say, "Well, is that consistent with?" The, don't really understand faith. They, I mean, they understand faith. They don't understand recovery, and they say, "Well, is the twelve steps consistent with 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 deliverance and with what Jesus wants and faith based recovery?" And I say, "Absolutely." Now, it can be misapplied, but those twelve steps come from the Bible, and and they are biblical principles. And it is a process. I've also been engaged in a debate sometimes with people. Well, we're deliverance. Uh, we believe in a deliverance ministry, and that's wonderful. I hope, you know, I've seen circumstances where people were delivered on the spot. You know, uh, David Wilkerson praying for people on the streets, gang members, uh, laying hands on them, delivering them on the spot. Nikki Cruz delivered from heroin addiction on the spot. But we don't choose how God heals. Some people are delivered immediately. Some people are go through recovery. And I'd, I'd venture to say it's 95 times out of 100, it's somebody going through a recovery process. And then they're delivered. I went through a recovery process, and I was delivered. I mean, I, I don't have any desire to drink or do drugs or any of those things. I don't. God's taken that away from me. He's delivered me from it. But but it, it's 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 like the way I explain it. You don't go into church the first time, hear a wonderful sermon, go up to the front and an altar call, accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, and you're done. You're you're a perfect Christian. No, that's not how the walk goes. We continue to go to church. We, we begin to read the Bible ourselves. We begin to pray. We begin to read the Word and soak it into our hearts. And, and it's, it's a walk, and we begin to change and, and, and get more and more Christ-like and, and become more and more servant-like and, and, and begin to humble ourselves and, and help other people and, and hear more wonderful sermons and, and get fed and then, and then start preaching the Word of God and do what the, the Great Commission says, make disciples of all nations and preach the gospel to all creation and be witnesses to the end of the earth. That doesn't happen in one time nor does recovery or deliverance in my opinion recovery mirrors a true christian recovery and this this show is about this program i don't like to call it a show excuse me this program this ministry is about recovery through a relationship with jesus christ and that's an ongoing process but the beginning of it is the same as the 12 steps step one we admitted that we were powerless over alcohol and that our lives had become unmanageable, whatever it may be. could be gambling. could be anger, for that matter. could be depression. Now, in our ministry, we've, we've rewritten that because I want to put Jesus Christ in the middle of anything that I do. We admit that without Christ as our Lord and Savior, we are powerless over our addictive or codependent behavior and that our life has become unmanageable. Step two, we came to believe that God, through Jesus Christ, and you'll notice I put Jesus in every one of these, which is a little different than the secular 12 steps you might hear out there at AA. We came to believe that God, through Jesus Christ and the power of the Holy Spirit, can and will deliver us from the bondage of addiction and every plan, power, and work of the enemy. We've tweaked it a little bit, but i got to give credit. This was originally developed uh, through my brother in Christ and his cool ministries. I love that Christ over our lives ministry. Pastor Boyd Harrell, wonderful man. We came to believe that God, through Jesus Christ and the power of the Holy Spirit, can and will deliver us from the bondage of addiction and every plan, power, and work of the enemy. Deliver us. Deliver us. Yes. But, again, that's a a process. People relapse. People, uh, you know, get walk away from the Lord, and then they come back, hopefully. So it's a process. I've been delivered, but even the Apostle Paul said, I die, have to die daily. Jesus said, if anyone would come after me, they must deny themselves, pick up their cross daily, and follow me. 
We've got so much temptation out in this world. You just can't say that, that uh, you know, uh, it's over because it's not. Step three, we made a decision to invite Jesus Christ into our lives and crown him the Lord of all with no reservations. We accept God's forgiveness in the person of Jesus Christ and become born again. All right, those are the first three steps of the, of the 12 steps. So we admit that we got a problem. We, we, we need, it's, it's like the, the parable in, in Luke chapter 18 between the Pharisee and the, and the tax collector, the sinner, the tax collectors down at one end and the Pharisees at the other end. The Pharisees over there saying, I'm so perfect. I'm just wonderful. And I do this and I do that. And I tithe and I just, I follow all the law and I'm, you know, I'm not so glad I'm not like that guy over there. And that's the tax collector, the sinners down at the other end saying, God, I am a sinner. Have mercy on me. I need you, Lord. I need you, Lord. And Jesus, Jesus said, I came to seek and save that which was lost. And Jesus says, this man, the sinner, has gone home justified, not the other. All those who exalt themselves will be humbled, and all those who humble themselves will be exalted. We need Jesus every single day. This world has fallen. There's temptation out there every single day. The The world is glorifying like this man here. Oh, go ahead and do whatever you want because you can't help it. Um, uh, hyper grace, which was originally declared a heresy back in, the I don't know, second, third century. It's called antinomianism back then. But hyper grace, do what you want. Jesus is grace, and it is true. It is, it, it, is, it is marvelous. It is wonderful. There is no reservation. But the truth of the matter is, that's why James writes in 5, 6, uh, that James writes that faith without works is dead. Because when you repent and accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you make a conscious decision to begin to act differently, to submit to his authority, to, to, to surrender to him, to obey his commands. Those are cho- conscious choices every single day. And every single one of them, I'm reminded, you know, this isn't a very Christian movie, but I'll show my age here. I'm reminded of the movie The Animal House. Some of you may have seen it, and there's a scene where a young man is has a young lady, and, and there's an angel on one of his uh, shoulders, and there's a devil on the other shoulder. And the devil's telling him to do something he shouldn't do, and the angel's saying, you know this isn't right. Well, that's the Holy Spirit. <laughs> and we make a conscious choice every single day to do the right thing or not. And that's one of the things that we hear in AA and other 12-step programs is do the next right thing. These programs aren't bad. We just got to put Jesus in the middle of them. <laughs> if you want true freedom, you got to have Jesus. I mean, I, I'm not saying that there aren't people out there that aren't that are sober, but are they really free or are they white-knuckling it? That's an expression we hear in, in AA where they're just miserable. I don't. Jesus just doesn't want you to be sober. He just doesn't want you to, to to restore you. He wants all those things. He wants to restore everything, uh, mend your relationships. He wants you to be sober and free, and he wants you to uh, all those things. But he wants more. He wants you to become a disciple. He says in Revelation 3.20, Here I am. I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in and dine with that person and they with me. He wants a relationship. He wants it all. And the beauty is when he has it all, everything gets better. So we admit. Step one. Step two, we commit. We came to believe that God through Jesus Christ and the power of the Holy Spirit can and will deliver us from the bondage of addiction and every plan, power, and work of the enemy. 
we commit. We say, I admit I, I, I without, on my own, oh, what a wretched man I am, Paul says in Romans chapter 7. Oh, what a wretched man. I do what I don't want to do, and I don't do what I want to do. With the power of the Holy Spirit, that can change. So we commit, and then we surrender. Step three, made a decision to invite Jesus Christ into our lives. We submit. Admit, commit, and submit. We made a decision to invite Jesus Christ into our lives and crown him the Lord of all with no reservations. We accept God's forgiveness in the person of Jesus Christ and become born again. We were bought with a price. So, you know, Paul, some people were confused by that. What is the Apostle Paul saying? I do what I don't want. I do what I want to do, and I don't do what I want to do. I mean, well, gosh, is that proven this Stanford science is true? Do we have no choice? We'll read to the end of the verse. Oh, wretched, what a wretched man that I am. Who will deliver me from this body of death? I thank God through Jesus Christ, our Lord. That's where deliverance comes from. That's where freedom comes from. It comes from a relationship with Jesus Christ. And that's not just addiction, folks. That's freedom from depression. That's freedom from anger. That's freedom from jealousy. That's freedom from envy. So many of people walk around so disappointed with their lives. I didn't do this and I didn't do that. And this guy's got this and he lives in a bigger house and he drives a better car and all this kind of stuff. That's envy. <laughs> Be grateful that God breathed life into your lungs and, and that, that if you accept him as your Lord and Savior, you're going to spend eternity with him in a in a way that he's going to transform our bodies. There's going to be no more tears. There'll be no more, no sadness. There'll be no more sickness. That gift is a lot better than driving a Maserati or a Porsche or whatever. You know, my life has become so much more joyful and fulfilling now that I have my priorities right. Because for years I searched the other thing. Where did that get me? It got me emptiness. Couldn't have enough. I used to, well, I'm not even going to talk about what I used to drink, but when I drank, it was never enough. I just wanted to drink more. <laughs> um, there are things that are so much more forgiving. I mean, fulfilling Joshua twenty four fifteen. But if serving the Lord seems undesirable to you, then choose for yourselves this day whom you will serve the world, <laughs> whether the gods, your ancestors served beyond the Euphrates, or the gods of the Amorites. We serve gods. We serve. Now, listen, I'm a huge Astros fan. Go Astros. I want them to win. But that's not my priority. I mean, if they win, great. If they lose, I'll be a, sad for a little bit but i'll still have jesus christ as my lord and savior so it's okay it's okay in whose land you are living but as for me and my household we will serve the lord joshua says that is a conscious decision that is a conscious decision it's we're not without free will again you my brothers and sisters were called to be free but do not use your freedom to indulge the flesh rather serve one another humbly in love that's the hallmark of recovery is when you become a disciple and when you begin to not only believe in Jesus, but follow him because true belief results in following him. And when you follow him, then you begin to serve and help others. And and that's the beauty of it. Just like our brain changes. I don't have time to get into this. We'll get into it another time, but our brain physically changes when we worship the Lord. He made it where when we worship him, it's good for us. It improves our the quality of our brains. Well, when we serve others, it's good for us. 
That's what we're supposed to do, walking with the Lord, but it, it, it walks hand in hand with recovery. We recover. Listen, if you've got somebody that needs help, I'd like to help them. You can text me at 832-475-8642, 832-475-8642. I'm going over to the Open Door Mission, which is for men, but I know people that are in women's ministry, too. The wonderful thing about faith-based recovery centers is they are free. If somebody needs help, 832-475-8642. I resisted the second part for a long time. I have to pay to be on this radio station, but it's worth it because I want to help people. But um, I decided, God, I prayed about it, and God told me, well, you can advertise your law firm, too. I'm a personal injury lawyer, and if you need help in that regard, please text me, 832-475-8642. I just want to help people because God helped me. (laughs) I mean, what's freely given, we should freely give, and he's such a wonderful and good God. Again, my number is 832-475-8642. It's probably better to text me. I stay pretty busy as a full-time practicing lawyer and engaged in in uh, my recovery ministry work. I, it's a joy to be on the station. I hope this helps somebody today. It really isn't for me. It's from the Lord, and um, he's so good. He's so good. So we love you here at Recovery Through Christ, but more importantly, God loves you more than you can possibly imagine. Good night and amen. You've been listening to Recovery Through Christ. Listen again next Wednesday at 530. If you missed any of this show, you can catch the podcast at kkht.com. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.